Jeffrey Friedman was admitted to hospital with COVID-19 pneumonia last April and fought for his life in the ICU for 66 days. One year later, Jeffrey was the lucky James Care 50-50 jackpot winner. Please welcome Jeffrey Friedman. That's what it sounded like at the Toronto Blue Jays game in Toronto a couple of weeks ago. You might have watched the pregame ceremony and seen Jeffrey Friedman, the Canadian Jewish COVID patient, who was one of several community all-stars honoured by the team and invited to throw out the first pitch. It was at the Jays' first home game at the end of July. The team hadn't been allowed back into the country for nearly two years. Friedman is one of Canada's long haulers, or people with post-COVID syndrome, who have survived the initial bout of the disease, but still suffer from serious and often debilitating health problems, like brain fog, heart trouble, fatigue, and other symptoms. Now, as Canada is grappling with the highly contagious Delta variant and the possible fourth wave of the coronavirus, Friedman wants young people to understand what COVID has done to him. I, I believe everybody should get vaccinated. This COVID thing is real. You're seeing somebody who's experienced it in the most deadly way that I was so affected. I almost died. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Jeffrey Friedman was working for a Toronto tile company when the pandemic hit. He kept going into work because his wife's daycare business was shuttered due to the pandemic, so money was tight, and also because the tile company was considered an essential service, so it remained open and he had to go into the office. He began to have trouble breathing. He was rushed to hospital towards the end of Passover, and on April 15th, Friedman went into the ICU on a ventilator, and he survived. He went home in May, but he wasn't the same. His voice changed from being intubated, his left arm was very weak, plus he's had a whole host of other medical issues that has left him unable to drive or work. He's on workers' compensation and has endured a year of medical visits and therapy and mental health problems. Coming up, we'll hear how his beloved Toronto Blue Jays organization stepped in to help, both having him featured at the opening game and awarding him a $600,000 jackpot from the Blue Jays Foundation charity. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. A Jewish candidate for the federal Liberals in Montreal has taken to social media to scold NDP leader Jagmeet Singh on his environmental credentials. Rachel Bendayan represented the riding of Outremont, and she's running again. On Monday, she tweeted a video of Singh's official tour bus allegedly idling for an hour in her neighborhood while the leader was in town doing a campaign stop where he talked about climate change and cutting subsidies to oil and gas companies. Bendayan wrote, Quote, if you're going to speak about the importance of protecting our environment, walk the talk or, you know, just walk and turn off the engine of your big bus when you're not using it, please. We reached out to the NDP tour for a comment. Meanwhile, a reporter who's traveling with the leader on that bus told me the vehicle was not idling. It was using an electric generator to keep the fridge and Wi-Fi working. 
When Jeffrey Friedman was on the ventilator fighting for his life, the medical team put the Blue Jays games on in his room. They knew he was a lifelong fan. And so when the 65-year-old was chosen to throw out the first pitch at the Blue Jays game in July, it gave him a huge boost. I caught up with him just afterwards to talk about the experience. So congratulations on an incredible weekend being at the heart of the Blue Jays home opener in Toronto. Now I see you're wearing a special shirt. Maybe you can tell us uh, about this shirt. Okay. Have you washed it? Have you washed it yet? <laughs> no, no. I make sure it's hanging up properly in my cupboard because I want to take good care of it. All right. Um, I know you've had your health struggles, but you know you got to throw out a first pitch in front of millions of viewers and, of course, the whatever. What is it? Fifteen thousand people in the stadium. So, how did you train physically to do this? This this well, outing. Last week, my son called me and says. Come over, we're going to go to the ballpark and we're going to try to throw the ball. Now, that's the first time I've thrown a baseball in over two years. And we started 10 feet, 20 feet. And my son was shocked that it was quite accurate and pretty good speed. So we moved back a little bit farther. And another 10 minutes, I kept going. And finally, I said, okay, my arm's tired for tonight. But I felt comfortable and I walk every day, so each day when I walk, as I'm finishing my walk, I was practicing tossing my arm and stretching it out and making sure that I was in good shape for Friday. So, um, talking about the Blue Jays Foundation, did you have to buy a 50-50 ticket? Like, tell us, uh, walk us through how this whole windfall uh, um, winnings happened. Um, last year, when I came out of the hospital and I was home, they announced that they were doing the 50-50 draw. And I said, we've got to buy our ticket. And then the day of April 15, 2021, my wife got a phone call from Ben Wagner from the Blue Jays. And uh, my wife and my son were discussing how we're going to tell me when I come home from therapy. And they had to make a decision because I was, I was having my heart checked because um, I passed out a week before that. So they didn't know how to tell me because they figured they passed out. We were just in total awe and this couldn't have happened a better time in our lives in my helping me with my recovery and my emotional state. And it just, it couldn't have come at a better time in life. I wanna ask you, how did it happen that your story became public? I want it be known that I'm involved, available to anybody or any information because um, I'm, I'm a, I was in ICU for 33 days and um, I ventilated for 33 days, ICU for 44 days. And my recovery has been very, very slow, but I'm getting better. I'm just willing to share any information that I can get because I got it right at the beginning of the wave. And it's still, it was still new to everybody and doctors. So, um, you know, there's so much out there and so much unknown that help in any way I can for their studies. What's, uh, what if, if anything, has being Jewish um, uh, informed how you've been recovering? I'm very lucky. I have a lot of um, religious people in my condo where I live, and a couple of our friends are, are very religious. They've, you know, they've been mentors to me and giving me advice and helping me get through with my feelings and um, 
my doctor, been very helpful to their family and guiding us. She was available for my wife 24 seven and directing her and, you know, explaining her everything, but God, Hashem is taking care of me. Hashem is directing us. Hashem is looking out for us. And I'm back all my, my, my daughter's friends and rabbis in the UK and Israel were all emailing her that they were all praying for me. So uh, there was just a lot, a lot of support out there from the Jewish community. And I'm thankful to everybody for this. When you see the news and then the cases are rising of the Delta virus, you know, what goes through your mind when you see the fourth wave coming? You know, I don't understand why young people are thinking oh, I don't need to get it, it's not gonna hit me. Well, you know, the people, the young people are standing in line to go to McDonald's and Tim Hortons and Starbucks to get their coffees. They'll line up for the LCBO and get their booze, but they can't take five minutes or 50 minutes at a time to go line up and get a vaccination. It seems that their statistics are showing it's still the younger people, 15 or two to thirties that are neglecting to take this seriously. And believe me, it's real. So uh, what do you want people who are listening to this uh, from the Canadian Jewish News Podcast to understand about you know your situation at the moment? It's been a 16 month struggle. And um, I've had to make a lot of changes in my life, saying that it's day to day, day by day. And um, I, continuously do whatever it have been told by my doctor or suggested by my doctors or all these different research people at Toronto General Hospital are telling me to do and by support my children and my wife just keep working at it keep working at it and you're going to get there and you're going to get stronger each day and through my Jewish community in my condos and everybody seeing how well I look and saying, wow, you look great. You look, you're doing good. Well, yes, on the outside, I'm looking good, but there's still a lot of things I have to deal with mentally. And luckily I'm getting the support and, and all the family support that you could get that makes me work harder and think about, yes, I will get back to the way I was and be happy again. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Rena Entis in Montreal. And we'll close the episode with an update on the latest war of words between Jewish rapper Drake and Kanye West. The two musicians have been feuding on and off for years, but the beef flared up again this week, just ahead of Drake's upcoming release of his new album to be called Certified Loverboy. Kanye West posted a shot online of Drake's Toronto mansion and the street address, although it's not really such a big deal. Even I know that Drake built a house near the bridal path. But now Drake has fired back with some diss lyrics that are in a song that he collaborated on with another uh, rapper named Trippy Red. Drake basically calls Kanye West washed up. And full disclosure, I got all this info from my son who knows these things. So here's Drake singing the lyrics. All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. 45, 44, let it go. They ain't changing shit for me, it's set in stone. 
Rolling stone, heavy stone, precious stone. Let me make my presence known. Paper planes.